This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And special offer to My Curl Speak with Key listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at BetterHelp.com slash MyCurlSpeak. That's BetterHelp.com slash MyCurlSpeak. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. empowered to create change in your life you will focus on the bright side you are blessed you are healing and feeling releasing and refocusing transforming and thriving you are grateful for this beautiful day you are overflowing with happiness joy and gratitude you are appreciative of all the wonderful things this day will bring forth I am loved. I am not alone. I am strong. I am always improving. I can climb every mountain. I have everything I need. I am not afraid of what could go wrong. I allow myself to have patience. Patience with my flaws. Patience with my pain. Patience with my healing process. Understanding that I can only control the things that are in my control. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Curl Speak with Key. Of course, I'm Key and happy Wednesday. Now, it's an elephant in the room because every time I say happy Wednesday and I don't hear them chimes, it kind of does something to me. But one day, my chimes will be back. Okay, so if you are a loyal listener, thank you so much for joining me another time. If you are new here, oh, well, I'm Key. Of course. And it's so much that you're going to learn here. So thank you for joining me. If you haven't rated and reviewed the show on Spotify and Apple, if you could please take the time to do that. Five star ratings help us chart and also attract more listeners. So last week we discussed high functioning and low functioning depression. That's what we discussed on the last episode. So um, this episode is a little bit lighter than the last one because of course September is suicide prevention suicide awareness month and it gets a little heavy especially for people like me that have dealt with suicide in their family or with their friends but this episode we're going to discuss how you can show up for your friend or family member that's battling battling suicidal thoughts or depression okay so the first thing you need to be able to do in order to help your family member your loved one is to be able to detect if they're depressed or if they're having suicidal thoughts. And the reason why that's important is a lot of times when people are having those thoughts, they're not actually going to tell you. 
But the signs are there. The signs are there. For example, you may have a friend that is like overly emotional. It doesn't take much for them to cry. Now, if I'm your friend, then that's that's normal. But for this person, it's somebody that doesn't usually show emotion, um, doesn't really complain much. But every time you talk to him and her, they 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 burst in with him. Yeah, that's a sign that they could be depressed. Also, if they're more pessimistic than usual, like they they're hopeless about their future, they don't have much good to say. If they seem less interested in spending time together, if it's a person that you talk to on the phone like all the time and they're avoiding phone calls or text messages, that could be a person that's battling depression or it could be having suicidal thoughts. If they're extremely irritable. Now, I'm, I'm going to be real. Um, I'm not suicidal. I, I'm not suicidal um, at all, but a lot of these signs, I feel like my friends listening to this and they, they may question me after this show. Uh, I'm not suicidal, but if you're extremely irritable, they're extremely irritable. If they neglect, now this part I'm not doing, but if they neglect basic hygiene or appearance. Now, I'll be honest with y'all. One of the signs that I show when I am going into like a bad mood because I battle um, situational and seasonal depression. And whenever I'm in a bad mood, the first thing that happens is my puff stops getting combed. Like, no, no lie. Like, and a lot of times people get real confused because of the type of hair that I have. I have curly hair. So they don't notice. It takes them a minute to notice that I can't get the comb through my hair. Um. Yeah, that's that's one of that's one of my signs. Um, another sign is, you know, if the person that you love is neglecting showers, um, brushing their teeth, you know, stuff like that. If they're eating more than they usually would or if they're eating less than they usually would. And also here's one that's apparent if they're talking about death or suicide a lot. Um, like I told y'all on the last episode about Raven. There were several different statuses that Raven Jackson actually posted within the last year that was about suicide. It was about death. I remember I looked on her Twitter and about a week before she took her life, she had tweeted something. It was a tweet. And, you know, what's so crazy is we see things and we think it's funny. Until it happens. And there was a tweet that went viral and the tweet was like. You know, don't make me mad because um, you can die and I can die, too. And she retweeted the tweet and she was like, you definitely can die and I could die, too. And. Y'all, the signs were there. So if you got a friend that is making even if it's jokes, because like I told y'all also on the last episode, me and my best friend, one of our coping mechanisms is for us to joke about inappropriate things like the humor is real dark it's it's you probably wouldn't even think it was funny if we told y'all the same joke so like death is never funny so if your friend is joking about that like mm, raise your eyebrows a little bit now here are some tips for helping the first tip is to start a conversation now, I'm going to give you some a little bit of suggestions with that because but if your friend listen to this and then you try to say the same thing, you know, tweak it a little bit. Don't say exactly what I say. It seems like you're having a hard time lately. What's on your mind? 
Last time we hung out, you seemed upset. Is everything okay? You mentioned having a hard time recently. How are you feeling about everything? Now, keep in mind that your friend may not want advice. And I think that's where a lot of us mess up sometimes is that we assume that our friend wants us to tell them what we want them to do when sometimes they just need you to listen. So engage by using active listening techniques. Ask questions, but don't assume you understand what they're saying. Make sure you ask questions. Validate their feelings. Say things like, I understand how difficult that could be. That must be hard for you. Make sure that you, you, you let them be comfortable. Show empathy and interest with your body language. Let me tell you something. If I'm talking to you and you look like you could be anywhere but listening to me, it makes it where I never talk to you again. And if I do talk to you, I won't talk to you about anything serious. So make sure when you're having these difficult conversations with your loved ones that you offer a safe space and that your body language is telling them that they can speak to you and they can be comfortable. Help them find support. Now, everyone doesn't believe in therapy. Of course I do. That's why we have the ad in the beginning of the show. But everybody doesn't believe in therapy. But how you can offer support is if your friend or your loved one is given an interest in counseling, you can offer helping them to find a therapist. Encourage them to make that first appointment. Now, this one is really important. I need you to take care of yourself. Because what happens, especially if you are like me and you suffer from codependency, you could get so lost in helping your friend or your loved one that you forget you and your loved one would never let you lack like it doesn't matter how depressed they are or how lost they are they would want you to take care of yourself first so make sure that you don't neglect your own needs make sure that you prioritize self-care and self-maintenance even though you're helping somebody else now another thing that you need to do is learn about depression on your own let's be for real let's say you have an illness a physical illness it could be cancer It could be IBS. It could be anything of that sort. You could have stomach pains, anything. Do you know how frustrating it is to have to repeat yourself over and over again to somebody? To have to explain. And also, when it comes to depression, because I battle with it so I can say this, sometimes you can't explain how you feel. And that's one of the most frustrating feelings that you could have is where you can't even make sense of how exactly you feel in that moment. So if you do the homework yourself so that you can understand how your loved one is feeling, that that helps, too. And yes, depression, it does affect everyone differently. But at the same time, the more, you know, the more you'll be able to know what to look for, because the symptoms, the treatments, the criteria All of that is kind of similar. So you can you can kind of know how to love on your loved one the more that you research it. Here's a big one. Now, I don't know if you have a friend that has recently had a baby or anything of this sort, but I'm going to use this as an example. This one is offered to help with everyday tasks. Y'all. I know for me. When I'm in a very low place. It is really, really hard for me to clean up, like extremely hard for me to clean up. Like I become really unorganized and the way that my brain is, my living space starts to look the same way. So my room, it will go from 
being neat to like I can't even find my clothes to wear to work the next day. And sometimes I just need somebody, you know, to offer it to help me fold my clothes up. Because most of the time, I'm not going to lie to you. The clothes clean. They just everywhere. And that's how it starts. But if you have somebody that you know in your life that just had a baby, like I suffered from postpartum depression. So if you have somebody in your life that just had a baby, you could offer to help them, you know, take care of the baby or Help them go over there and, you know, let them take a nap or something like that. That helps people too. just offer just little things because the little things really do help. But y'all. One of the biggest things that I want to tell you to do to help your loved one. Is to not personalize what's going on. Don't make this about you. It's not. It is, it's, it's really not so often people, friendships, relationships, they end due to lack of communication and people, you know, I'm one of those people that I believe that if a man wants to, he will, you know, how many shows I said that on, (laughs) do you know how many shows I've actually said that on? Right. I do believe that. But if somebody is dealing with a mental illness, it is extremely hard to be consistent because there have been times where it was extremely hard for me to get out of my bed and work from home. Now, y'all, I need the prayer warriors. Jeff, if you are listening, I need the prayer warriors to pray that I get another job at home. But that's not what this show is about. So let me go back. Okay, so when I was working from home, it was times where I couldn't even get out of the bed to like clock in to to work because I was so sad. So if I couldn't get out of the bed to clock in, literally walk around to my desk, do you think it was easy for me to maintain a romantic relationship? Does that sound like it was easy to do? Was it easy for me to maintain friendships? Now, one thing I can say about my friends, I love my friends and they know me. So they know what to expect from me. But there, I do know one thing that I, I learned to do. And if you are depressed or you deal with depression, I'm going to offer you this. I'm going to offer you this. I learned to text my friends and tell them, hey, I'm really not in a good space right now. So I'm going to take some time to myself, but I'm going to check in later. I learned to do that. And the reason why I was able to learn to do that is my best friend. One day, you know, I went off the grid. I put my phone on do not disturb. I made it where nobody could call me. Like I like you couldn't even double call me. Like I made it like that. And I wasn't on social media. And to be honest, I don't even know. My phone wasn't even on do not disturb y'all. My phone was turned off. I was in another room binge watching Grey's Anatomy. Like I didn't even have a phone. And my mother came in the room and was like, hey, you know, such and such reached out to me. You need to reach out to her because she's worried about you. So when I reached back out to her, she said to me, she was like, don't you do that no more. Could you at least tell me that you're struggling? So that's what I do. I at least do that. So um, I, I'm able to maintain my friendships because I do at least do that. But Everybody don't, you know, it's it's hard for some of us. You understand what I'm saying? It's it's hard. 
And I need all of us to practice not taking it as personal, especially if you know that your loved one is struggling. Um, Extend loose invitations. And what I mean by that is I got friends that act just like me. That's why we're friends. And sometimes we want to be seen. Sometimes we want to go somewhere and sometimes we don't. In situations like that, I invite my friends places and I make them feel comfortable to say no to me without any guilt. You don't ever have to feel bad for canceling on me. You don't ever have to feel bad for that. So extend loose invitations. Make sure that they feel comfortable about it. Be patient because depression is one of those things where it comes and goes. The lows are lows and the highs are highs. And some days, some days are much worse than others, especially if you're not seeking treatment and you're not on any type of medication. So please be patient. Stay in touch. We touched on that already. We already we already touched on that. Like you find your way to do it. And know the different forms depression can take. Depression could be sadness or a low mood, but it also could be, you know, angry, irritable, confusion. Yeah, I don't around I'll say we in September now. Hmm. I usually can't keep no man around October to January. Cause I be mad. <laughs> like I be angry. So I don't know if y'all like me. <laughs> so it, it, it could be different for everybody. Everybody ain't sad. Sometimes they be just mad. So please have a little, have some patience, you know, have some patience, but most important, try not to fix your friend. Just try to help them fix themselves. But we ain't Captain Sable. Try not to fix your friend. Because if if they feel like all you're trying to do is fix them, then more than likely they're not going to feel comfortable venting to you or being around you while they're in that space. So you got to make sure that they feel comfortable at all times because everyone needs a safe space. Everyone needs somebody that they can talk to and they don't feel judged. And everyone needs somebody they can be sad with. Because it's so easy to be happy, but I got a friend. One of my best friends, actually. I got three best friends, if you're wondering. <laughs> I got a best friend, and whenever she gets quiet, I already know like she's in a space where she she's not really happy. And I used to personalize this. This is why... I could tell y'all not to do that because I was that person that did. Like, I would be like, oh, well, why are you not speaking to me? Why you won't let me be there for you? Like, why? Why? What is it? What is it about me? You don't really like me. Like, and she told me one day and I'll never forget it. She was like, my misery doesn't love company. And why would I be around you? And I feel like this. It's not that I don't love you. I love you. That's why I don't want to be around you. And I realized that I was making an issue that wasn't about me, about me. So be patient. Now, I hope these tips, I hope they helped you. I hope they helped you. And that, you know, we can help another person save their own life. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Curls Beat with Key. To follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok, you can find me at MCS with Key. To send in an advice letter or to just send in feedback, you can email me at key at 
gmail.com. You also can catch up with blog updates or just the organization as a whole by visiting microspeak.com. Until next week.